Episode 139, You Are Your Own Lifeline. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, hey, elite educators, it's Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. Good to have you back to listen in on another episode. You know it, I've learned another lesson. I can't wait to pass it on to you. As an elite educator, you love learning and you love pouring your extra time into gaining new skills and insights. I know that's why you're here, right? So I'm excited to share this one with you. It's one of my probably favorite topics to discuss so far because of the emotions I felt when I came across the inspiration for this episode. How's that for a teaser? (laughs) Well, this specific episode is especially for teachers in distress or really any teacher overwhelmed and discouraged right now, which could be a lot of us. We're going to talk about the realities of a successful teaching career. And spoiler alert, it isn't always flat, easy ground, full of roses and rainbows. So let's reignite your passion and potential. Are you ready? Here we go. So at the top of the episode, I gave you a little teaser that I was super excited about this topic. And here's why. So I came across a photo that was shared on Instagram and the hashtag was T2T, which I assume means teacher to teacher, but I'm not 100% sure. So there's an image of mountain peaks in the distance and there's a hiker with something like a pickaxe type of tool and he's scaling this super steep mountain in front of him. And he's doing pretty well if you ask me. He's about three quarters of the way up. Um, And the quote beside the image is what did me in for a couple of reasons. The quote is this, I need to get better at teaching. I want to be better for my students, parents, and school. I'm so impatient to get there, but I'm determined to get there. Oh my gosh. Like when I found that, I was like, yes, because it is like so frustrating and you're impatient. Like, why am I not getting better faster? And so when I read that, I'm like, yes, someone is like saying what it's really like, because as much as we all think teaching is great, especially when you first get in there and it's all exciting, but there comes a time in your career where it's like, oh my gosh, like I I just can't get past this certain level of proficiency. And I keep trying all these new things and hitting walls. And so I'm glad someone's just like, hey, listen, I'm impatient to get better. But the second part of the quote that really made me like, yes, was that attitude of, you know what, I'm determined to friggin' get there. And I love that because that acknowledges the frustration and the struggle. But it's that mindset that makes all the difference. And that totally separates good teachers from great teachers, the ones that are like pulling themselves up by the bootstraps and going for their goals, all facing the same struggles and hurdles, but they're just like, I'm pushing through it. I don't care that this stinks and I'm losing sleep and I'm more than frustrated. I mean, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to make it happen. And I I just, this quote made me stop. I saved it and I'm like, this is going to be my next podcast episode. And I want to give a shout out to the author of this quote. It's a direct statement, I assume, from a teacher named Jordan. Ooh, 
and I'm going to mispronounce their last name. How about I spell it? <laughs> there is Jordan P. <laughs> P-O-T-R-Z-E-B-A. Potsreba, maybe? Reba? I don't know. Sorry, Jordan. If you're out there, thank you for inspiring this message to other educators who are feeling the exact same way right now. As I mentioned, let's start it off. This feeling that Jordan is describing is not only normal, but it pretty much happens to every great educator. Your career is going to be full of twists and turns. You know, some days, weeks, months, and even years, I was better than others. And it can be truly confusing when you think you aren't doing anything out of the ordinary, you know, just doing your same old thing. And some days that equates to high ratings and praise and other days doing the same thing. You're getting a lot of feedback and now you got to go attend some PD. And at one point I felt like it was just dependent upon the way the wind was blowing, whether someone thought I was great or not. But I am wiser now and I know the truth that Even though I felt like I was doing the same things, I really wasn't. Some days I was lethargic and I was going through the motions where other days, you know, I had excitement and passion. And even though I was doing the same things instructionally in the same order, doing them with fidelity, the way I was approaching them was totally different. And I say that to say, you might get feedback from like an administrator or coach and you're like, I am implementing what you're saying. I'm doing it right. But for some reason, like there's no progress or you're not getting any praise. And that's when you really have to hone in and rip apart every action of what you're doing to find just the tiniest misalignment to what you are taught to do and what you're actually executing. And so if you're like me, and it's just your demeanor, or maybe the delivery of content or managing behavior, whatever it is, it's not that you aren't trying or that you don't get it. It's that you're just missing the finesse to make it perfect or at least successful. Any Bruno Mars fans listening? (laughs) I love that new song, Finesse. That was a side sidebar, sorry. Uh, But don't fear getting extra feedback or filming yourself or asking a colleague to come observe you because any way you can just get more eyes on what you're doing versus what you think you're doing That's going to reveal those minor tweaks that you need to get you well on your way. And maybe you're like, okay, that really doesn't describe what I'm going through at all, which is totally fine because I'm going to pick apart this quote that Jordan shared and I'm going to fill you with some encouragement, but some honest, bitter truth too. Sorry. (laughs) There's bound to be something in what I'm going to tell you that is going to free you from this current frustration. So hang in. I do have a secret and it's the title of this podcast episode. It's You Are Your Own Lifeline. And a lot on this show, I talk about your support system and how you aren't alone and how you have so many people to lean on. You just have to reach out. Well, this episode's going to tell you about the most reliable option you have on your journey to greatness, and it's yourself. You can't outrun yourself. You can't ignore yourself. You're stuck with you. So that's pretty reliable friend who's going to tell you the truth, but it's also going to be your biggest selfless cheerleader. I'm thinking back to Jordan's quote, there's really four parts to the thought process. The first is that acknowledgement that there's room to grow. I need to get better at teaching. Then there's the second revealing the purpose for the daily work we as teachers do, which is I want to be better for my students, my parents, my school. And third, the frustration that comes with slow moving growth. You know, I am so impatient to get there. And fourth and finally, that fortitude to get the job done. But I'm determined to get there. 
So let's talk about the acknowledgement first. Many teachers never become great because they don't even want to admit this or aren't self-aware enough to discover that they need to be better. Or yet, great teachers are already great, but they want to be greater. And what I love about Jordan's phrasing is the word need. I need to get better. It's as if there's no choice, no option. It's going to happen. It's this urgent need and desire in a teacher's heart. I really admire teachers like this. They can't fail. Not with desires like that. And so if that's you, you're, you aren't alone and you got this. You're so far ahead of your peers and just acknowledging room for improvement. Even if you're already doing an amazing job, you can always do better. I also admire Jordan for acknowledging the stakeholders involved in education. They mentioned students, parents, school staff, maybe even community members. You know, wanting to be better for your own ego and self-desires is one thing, but to look at those that you impact every day and say you want to be better for them is awe-inspiring. And this educator is going someplace. They know they want to get better immediately. They know who they want to get better for, so they will. It's just easier to fight when you know what you're fighting for. But I also like that Jordan's taking responsibility and relying on themselves instead of others to make it happen. And you can tell by the words used, I need and I want. Well, the kicker comes here, though. And this is probably where all of y'all are right now. I am so impatient to get there. I've talked to you at length over many episodes throughout the life of this podcast that progress is rarely forward moving and fast. It's often backwards, sideways, upside down, and most importantly, and most often, slow. <laughs> and I truly believe that things happen in a certain order, at least in my life. We have to complete hurdles before new levels of opportunity arise. And that's why it's so frustrating when you're like running laps, running laps, and like, okay, I've done my work on this level. <laughs> like, where's my next opportunity? I'm so over this phase. And then wham, something happens. And you realize, oh, you know, I needed that lesson before I was going to be ready for anything else, even though, you know, I thought I was ready. And progress is the same. Looking back at my career, I really needed certain experiences before new ones came and they all built on one another. And I really wasn't ready to address certain parts of my instruction until I had the knowledge, but more importantly, the perspective to address them. And I know that might sound crazy, but anytime you start something new, you take baby steps and you practice and you refine and you're really not ready to do any complicated you know, tricks when you can barely stand on your own two feet. And sometimes learning the same skill can take years. And that's so annoying. Like for me, differentiation is just going to be one of those lifelong skills. You know, every time I feel like I got it, a new kid comes or a new need arises and I realize just how far I am from said got it. <laughs> but there's things like transitions and presenting material that no matter what age or type of student I'm teaching, I just got that. You know, I'm golden. I can help you. But other areas, like I mentioned, differentiation, it's like I swing back and forth from proficient. Now I'm a novice. Now I'm distinguished. Now I'm developing. <laughs> it's just crazy. I told you, I swore it was the way the wind blew, whether I was good or bad, but it really had to do with very specific characteristics that I was employing. And they had such subtle differences. And that would determine if I were, you know, would make or break me. So although I had the same knowledge in my head about it, it was my execution and these other variables happening in the classroom that were so slightly different. And that was why sometimes I struggled and sometimes I didn't. I would have never figured it out that I was a great teacher, but I wouldn't always have great days. 
I learned that by being my own lifeline. I was my own support system because no one could help me. I mean, there came a point in my career, at least, where I had enough PD and enough observations. And it was really time for me to dig in my heels and figure it out on my own. You know, no more advice was really going to help me. No new workshop was going to reveal anything. I had to spend time reflecting, watching myself, analyzing minutiae. I mean, it was craziness. But in those moments it would become clear the smallest tweaks I needed to make that apparently, you know, had all the difference. And that's going to set you free. I know it set me free. You are your own lifeline. Well, how do I know that's true? Well, Jordan says it here too. The last part of the quote is all you need to know and all you need to do. It says, but I'm determined to get there. So as long as you promise to yourself, you won't give up. You'll set a goal of being an effective educator. And every decision you make is going to get you closer, even when you feel like you're moving at the speed of molasses or possibly going in the wrong direction. You know, my mom always told me, mind over matter. And she's right. The brain is a very convincing muscle. If you convince yourself you're going to be great no matter what you face, It won't deter you because your mind is made up. Your mind convinces your body to keep going, keep trying, keep getting back into the game until you reach your goal. So get your mind made up. Decide today. Not only are you going to be great, but you already are because you're making daily progress to make it a reality. But remember, it's not this overnight success. It's not a magical pill you can take or a beauty mask you can sleep with and wake up looking amazing. I mean, it's some hard freaking work every minute every day when you don't feel like waking up and doing it or you don't feel like showing up and dealing with it or when you don't feel supported enough to pull it off it's daily decisions and relying on yourself and your determination to bring your dream to reality you pledge to see it through you know the tortoise always wins the race the small improvements every day add up and when you're in the thick of it you can't see it and you're frustrated and you're impatient like jordan said i mean hello i just did this amazing lesson why am i not like being carried out of here on a gold throne It takes repetition of great things to make it a habit, and it takes reflection to tweak it to perfection, and it takes this humble attitude that we can always get better so that even when you are amazing, you still find things you can do better because it's not about you and you being the super cool, phenomenal teacher, but it's about who you do it for. Remember, Jordan told you it's for the students, the parents, the school as a whole, Those are the reasons Jordan pushes through the impatient frustration because our job as educators have more to do with them than with us. I mean, we are blessed to bless others. It's a job of service. Jordan, if you do happen to be listening, I know you're an effective educator and there's no doubt about it. I haven't met you. I haven't seen you teach, but Your attitude is everything, and not many people think that way, but you acknowledge an area for growth, you acknowledge the frustration of slow progress, but you more importantly remind yourself of those you work so hard for, and because of that, you're determined to become your best for those people. It's such an honor to be able to share a part of your story with those listening because I know they totally feel where you are and are just empowered and encouraged knowing you are pushing ahead with a can-do attitude and a convinced mind to continue doing your best so others can become their best. Our profession is better because of you, Jordan, and I hope all of my elite educators listening are able to do the same, bringing their unique talents and perspectives to make our future brighter. 
All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on being your own lifeline to push through impatience and arrive at effective status as an educator. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. This podcast is a member of the Education Podcast Network a podcast network that encourages you to think about your profession and succeed in the world of education. Whether you're a first-year educator or a seasoned veteran, there is a podcast for you. All of the shows are produced by educators who want to shape education through meaningful discussion and content. So head on over to edupodcastnetwork.com for more details. (laughs) 